He's our Prince of Peace, and we will give our life for him. Thank you so much, our grade four students from St. Pius X, for this tremendous gift to start our Good Friday celebrations together. It's been a long two years, and we have longed for this day to be reunited with our school families, our parish family, and all of you, our families gathered here for this most important day as we see how much God loves us and what Jesus has done for us to offer us new beginnings, forgiveness, healing, and unconditional love. You're a pretty hard act to follow now for Father Patrick's message here. So I'm going to kind of ask for some help from some of the people who are in the Passion Play because you experienced something very special, boys and girls. You got to experience what Jesus, the soldiers, the crowds, the people who were all involved in that very first Good Friday, what they thought about, what they felt, what was going through their minds and hearts. And I think it's important that you share a bit of that with everybody here to help us along the way. So I'll start with Antonio, who played Jesus. What was it like, Antonio, to be Jesus for this Passion Play? How did you feel throughout this? Good. Good? <laughs> if you were Jesus today, Good Friday 2022, what message, is there a word or a sentence or something like that that you'd want to share with the whole world from Jesus himself? You were there on the cross. That's a pretty powerful moment there. Is there anything you would say to the people? Uh, I don't know. Ideas? No. <laughs> it goes without words, right? It's hard to put into words, right? Of the love you'd want to share with others. Where were the soldiers? The soldiers were over here, I think, eh? Yeah, you guys did a great job too there, for sure. Was it tough being the soldiers? Yeah. yeah. Why was it so hard? Yeah, because you didn't want to do anything bad to Jesus, right? We know he's goodness himself and his love himself. I always feel bad for the soldiers in these plays, right? Because I know it's hard to kind of get into that role. And Pontius Pilate, too. He took my chair. That was cool. <laughs> Did a great job as well. That's not an easy role either. Now, where was Mary, mother of Jesus? Where was Mary? she round still? Right here? What was it like to be Mary? Was that difficult or what were you feeling there? Yeah, it was an easy part. What did you think when you were going up and seeing Jesus there? Were you kind of sad? Yeah, a bit sad too. Not easy either, but important role. Thank you. Got the seat. These things are meant to be placed into our hearts and to be treasured for this upcoming weekend. Now, once a week here at St. Anne's, the priests have movie night. It slows down a little bit during Lent when we get busier and we offered a little sacrifice. But last week we watched the movie Encanto. Anybody watch that movie yet? Raise your hand. Encanto? Yeah. Encanto, yeah, the, La Familia Madrigal, right? Yes. Now, this is a story of a family from Colombia. And in a time of danger, they had to go into the mountains, and they didn't know what they were going to do. Pedro and Alma Madrigal, from La Gran Familia Madrigal, right? And so, but Alma, the mother, has a special candle, a magical candle that is lit. And when she doesn't know what to do, she prays and miraculously a house is built, La Casita, 
right? The house is built for this family to stay at and to have refuge and peace. And something special happens with that candle is that every time a young person makes their fifth birthday, they get a special gift. Because Pedro and Alma, Pedro died, and Alma had triplet babies, Peppa, Julieta, and... Anybody else the third name? And... Bruno, yes, Bruno, very good. Father Patrick forgot the third one there. <laughs> it's good to have help here on these things. And so the kids grow up and they have a special gift and their descendants and everybody in that family gets a special gift on their fifth birthday. So on a fifth birthday, Louisa gets superpower strength. She can pick up a piano and move it if somebody needs to play a piano, superpowered strength. Dolores has superpower hearing. She can hear hearing and conversations from all over, all around like that as well. And Isabel can make flowers and plants grow just by thinking about it, right? Miraculously. And then there comes Antonio's fifth birthday. And on Antonio's fifth birthday, he's able to communicate with animals. But all throughout, as everybody's making their fifth birthday and receiving a special gift as being a part of this family, Mirabel is 15 years old. And she did not get a gift when she turned five years old. And so she senses this kind of burden that she's carrying, this cross that she's carrying, because everybody gets a special gift, but she doesn't. She's just an ordinary young girl. Trying to explain this without too many spoiler alerts here along the way. And she has this feeling in her that she's not as good as the others because she doesn't have this gift. But all of a sudden, the house starts cracking. La casita starts cracking, and sometimes people's gifts are working. Sometimes Louisa can pick up anything. Sometimes she can't. And it's very difficult for them to keep their gifts going. But what I noticed that was interesting in this movie was there's no bad guys. There's no villain. Every movie from Disney has a bad guy or a bad group of people, right, or whatever. But the missing person that makes this so difficult in the movie is a lack of love. Because if the person can't share their gift, all of a sudden they don't feel loved anymore. That they're only loved because what they can do for others and what their gifts are. And so Mirabel feels a lack of love. And the others feel a lack of love when their gift isn't there. And so on Good Friday, we see here something important. There was no one person who was the bad guy who was out to get Jesus, right? It was many people lacking love for Jesus that allowed this to happen. Many people who didn't stand up for him, many people who lacked the love, because now Jesus on the cross, he wasn't doing any more miracles. He wasn't healing anybody. He wasn't feeding the 5,000 with the bread and fish. And all of a sudden, because he's not showing all his gifts off to everybody and making all these miracles, did people stop loving him? We forgot that we love the person always, right? We love the person for who they are. All of us will have different gifts and talents as you grow up in life and are invited to share those with the world. But even if we aren't able to have the greatest of all gifts and do everything we want to, God still loves you. He still loves each and every one of us. There's a great saint who said that even if you were the only person in the world ever created in this universe, Jesus would have still done all of this for you. That's pretty amazing when we think about it. And so tomorrow evening, the priest here at St. Anne's, the lights are going to be turned off in the dark at 8.30 tomorrow night, and a priest is going to walk in with the Easter candle. It's much better than a magic candle, because it's for real. It's the light of Christ coming in, breaking through the darkness and the death of Jesus, and bringing us to the resurrection of new life. And so I pray that each and every one of us 
we can spend this day in reflection of how important it is to share that love with each and every one of us, to help each other. And even if we're not always able to share all of the gifts and do everything that we want to, that we love the person because Jesus loves them too, and he loves us.